So this episode of the Retail Is podcast is sponsored by Langley Federal Credit Union. Langley FCU is one of the 100 largest credit unions in the United States. Based in Hampton Roads, Virginia, Langley has branches across the region which offer some of the best rates on checking and savings accounts, loans, mortgages, insurance for home and car, as well as investment services. So visit langleyfcu.org, that's langleyfcu.org for more information. And today we are joined by Lindsay Gimono from Gimono Advertising Company. Welcome, Lindsay. Hello and Happy New Year to everybody. Um, 2022 kicking off with my favorite group, Retail Alliance, of course. So I love, love, love you guys and I love everything you do and I love your podcast and welcome. Glad I'm here. Glad you're here. <laughs> well, we thank you for joining us. I mean, you are the first guest of the year. So we're very excited because we've got some great things to talk about that we hope will help some of our members and other business owners really, you know, serve them well for the coming year in terms of social media and, and you know, sort of digital marketing. So and today I'm joined by Abby Shiano, who is in replacing Joey because he is a little out of, uh, under the weather, I should say. So Abby, thank you for joining me. Of course. Thanks for having me. So back to you, Lindsay. So um, for those who haven't met you, which I'm sure is not that many people, <laughs> tell us a little bit just about you know, who you are and what Gemono is and does. So Gemono Advertising Company is actually unique in that we are headquartered inside the Retail Alliance building. So thank you guys for being so kind to me on that. Um, we, well, I started the agency eight years ago with the intention of helping uh, local business owners with their traditional media. So this at the time was TV, print, radio, and outdoor. Um, so all of the things that you know people were at the time really kind of gravitating to. And Abby and I in the pre-call were kind of talking about like this age of social media, and that was not in place at the time. I mean, we were still just doing radio, TV, outdoor, um, and print. Yeah. Well, print, what question mark? So um, which I feel I feel awful for print, but in any event, um today, eight years later, people were coming to us, I think it was like in year two, um, Kylie, and they were seeing what I was doing to promote the agency on social media. So any business owner knows you kind of have to promote yourself to get clients. And I was in that place. And I was using Facebook and LinkedIn at the time to just talk about our services, you know, document what, what I was doing at the time. And that became a very pivotal point because people started asking like, hey, we I love what you're doing. Can you show us how to do that? And that's what I would do. I would go to their office and I would show them, okay, these are the things you should be posting on social media. And that turned into what is now 95% of our business line is just social media education, where we can either come into your place of business or gather your, um, your organization together in person, or we can do it via Zoom because everybody's doing things via Zoom now and teach those um, those individuals really about social media. So we do an educational um, preface on, you know, here's what the platforms are because not everybody is on everything or they might be really good at one thing and not at the other. So we just kind of level set everything. And then we, we go into like tips and tricks and then what to post. So we do that in educational sessions um for some business also, owners because you're you're trying to also work out with them which ones they should be on which ones they should be on or like one of our clients currently has a twitter account that they haven't activated i mean you know it's been sleepy for four to 
five years, but they still have it. And so breathing life back into that. Um, and then, you know, a lot of business owners don't have the time to do all of that. Um, so then they'll hire us to create the content. Um, and in that case, we can either give it back to them so that someone in their organization can post it out. Uh, so we actually give them like a 30 day calendar and then they, so we ghostwrite it. Um, and then they plug and play and then they, they take it from there. And then if that's just too much, then we will do the full gamut where we're ghostwriting, we're handling comments, messages, and just fully managing um, their social media platform. So that's what we at Germano Advertising Company do in a 15 second, not elevator speech. <laughs> but I mean, you guys were, I mean, having started out doing it, um, you really, I feel like you're one of the first to pave the way. Um, oh, wow. Oh. In, well, into, you know, just experiencing it, but then being able to also share the knowledge. Um, you know, there's not a lot of people that were able to do that at that time. Yeah. And I mean, I can really relate to the business owners that come to us because it's a, it's trim, it is a tremendous time suck mm -hmm. uh, for, from the planning perspective. And I know we're probably meant to go into this, but I can go into now is that planning perspective and that phase is so incredibly important, no matter what, whether you're doing traditional marketing or you're doing a blended, you know, digital and traditional, because I don't think traditional is dead. I still think that that's relevant. Yeah. Um, and blending all that together into a plan. I mean, it takes us, I mean, this is what we do on a daily basis. So it is, um, it is so important for a business owner who may not have, you know, a $5,000 a month budget to place on radio or TV mm -hmm. to do this stuff. I mean, it, it is an incredible uh, planning perspective. And Abby and I were talking about that because I just love everything that Abby has done mm -hmm. for Retail Alliance and its partners, because she really like, I mean, we, we talk about it from Germano advertising. I mean, I'm like, oh, look at the reel that she did. Like, how fun is that with the Brady Bunch theme and this and this? And I mean, it seems so cheeky at the time. But when you see that raw data come in, right, the amount of people that are engaging or the amount of, um, of eyeballs that it's reached, you're like, oh, maybe we should do this more, you know? <laughs> or maybe we shouldn't. Oh, you know. <laughs> right. Just hang on one second. You keep talking for a second. Epi, I want you to explain... A little bit about what she was talking about. I've got a puppy dog that wants to go out. Oh my god! <laughs> hey puppy, he doesn't care about Mark. One second. <laughs> He's just a dog. He doesn't care about real. I know. I know. <laughs> so, and actually, Abby, I was going to ask you and pick your brain on the podcast that you're supposed to be picking my brain. How do you organize your like your thoughts? Because so many people come to us and they're like, "I want to do this. I want to do that." And I'm like, "Hold on, we have to like." is this, does this make sense for your organization first? And then like right. how much time is it going to entail? So I'd love to hear like, how do you gather all that and make a plan out of it? Well, something I always done is like, anytime I have an idea, I don't care if it's good or bad yet. I just write it down because I don't know if it'll could spin into something good. And so something I do a lot, especially for our reels we make is I just scroll through reels for a long time. And them. Yeah. Up, um, audios that are trending is how it works is that if someone listening doesn't know when you scroll through reels you'll see you'll hear a certain audio being used over and over in different videos across different accounts and those are the ones you want to pay attention to because you kind of want to like you don't want to like piggyback per se but you do you want to find something that people are seeing over and over so your content 
can get pushed to them just like that content is being pushed to you. So like, for example, like on my notebook right here, I went through yesterday and I found all these reels that were trending and I wrote them down. And then I sat back and I kind of looked at it and I was like, okay, how can I reformat this to go with our mission and what we're trying to push out there? And so that's what I did for about two hours yesterday. I just, it's, it's a lot. You have to really think about it, but any idea I have to go back to your original question, I just write down and hope it becomes something good. So we use a platform called Basecamp, but it's very similar to like Google, whatever that, if your organization doesn't have a, a way to, to systematically plan and kind of like lay things out, I would definitely, like I always talk about, that's my very first step is to get that kind of idea concept wherever it is um, and then giving people different people access to it. So a lot of people miss this because they're like, well, we have a marketing person. I'm like, well, the marketing person is, is the one driving it, but what about the feedback from your customer service team or the people that are greeting people at the door or the ones who are fulfilling the orders that are being shipped? Like these are all people that work in the organization that see your daily process and A, may have ideas on, you know, concepts that can make it fun and marketing or areas of improvement too. I mean, they're the ones kind of hands-on every single day, your wait staff, um, you know, your servers, your bartenders, like people in the restaurants that are, that are engaging with those folks and, and, you know, asking them, first of all, how did you hear about us? Right. Oh, what well, it could have been on Facebook or Instagram or um, a buddy of mine down the street told me or whatever. Um, so getting all of those entities together is kind of cumbersome, but when you have just, let's just have a brain dump. Let's just have an idea storm on, you know, what, you're experiencing from an employee and then what you think our clientele should be experiencing. And there are so many really great ideas that come out of that. When you just go, we don't care where you work in this company, but just let's come together and just, you know, we'll get pizza. We'll just kind of throw things out. I love to do that because we always find these uh, unspoken heroes are, well, I have TikTok and I've been posting these before and after images of, you know, hairstyles. And it's been, you know, this tremendous growth for my, you know, my seat in the salon. And so, you know, what if I showed you some of that? So, um, you know, we kind of had two tips there, which is, you know, getting that organizational document together and then getting the entities that are all, maybe once a quarter, you don't have to do it every week or anything, but you're just getting everybody together for, you know, for just, I mean, it's, it's a win-win because you're getting your organization together, which you should be doing anyway. Um, and you can do it via Zoom. So pandemic sucks because we can't really get everybody together. But um, and just kind of idea dump. You know, we're just going to talk about social media today. People are going to be like, what? That's crazy. But let them do it. And it's a lot of fun when they do. Yeah. No, good points. <laughs> I know. But even like from our end, with, you know, Abby doing you know more of the retail lines but also with our buy local program lover that's sort of you know very very different voices yeah um and audiences one's business one's consumer and so you know she's putting on different hats but also making sure that you know the message is right for the mission for both but tapping into yeah the people like our membership people are the people who have the connection with our members so it's making sure we are listening to our audience to know what they 
are going to be interested in too. It's, it is, it is making sure, yeah, you, you've got your little tentacles sort of everywhere, making sure you're getting input from everyone. You know, and I love when you guys rolled out, um, so Beth Cook doing Facebook lives or video, you know, videos, maybe they're not lives of her showcasing the members and being in their location. It's twofold. Number one, it helps brand Beth. So when she's knocking on doors saying, you know, you should join Reattel Alliance, people may be familiar with her face because they've seen her now on social media, but also too, it helps highlight that member and what they, maybe they're a coffee shop and they don't have funds to, you know, promote themselves. A cup of coffee is what, two or three dollars, I don't know, three bucks. So that's a lot of coffee that they'd have to sell to have that ad budget to support something, you know, in a, in a more cumbersome setting. So these video snippets are awesome. And I tell the Anybody that I meet from a retail alliance perspective, if they're a member, I always tell them, like, look for those features and repurpose them on your feeds. You know, I mean, it, it's a really great opportunity to say, like, oh, look, you know, retail alliance highlighted us for, you know, three to five minutes in this video. Check it out. Um, they don't age. I mean, they're the same type of you can post that. Um, once a month and it, you don't, and people kind of forget that they go, Oh, well, we were featured on this. I'm like, share that out. You know, that's stuff that you can't assume everybody saw it the first time or even the second time. So, yeah, you know, get, get that stuff out there. And it's a, it's a really great piece of content for your business. So yeah. um, I know one of the the things that we want to talk about, and, and I love that Abby is on too, is uh, this, where we gravitate to trends. So we have, you know, TikTok really is mainstream and, you know, how, how we should jump on that or should we not? I am of the thought where I'm, we are much more conservative in gravitating to trends because I want to wait to see what happens with that trend. And that can be a disadvantage for the agency and its clients because we may miss that opportunity. But it can also be a, an advantage too, because we're not jumping on something and, and it goes viral. And now like all these things that are not on brand with that client are gravitating to it. So is that something we want to put, you know, ourselves and our clients next to? So um, that's kind of my feedback on maybe giving, it's not, it's okay not to jump in. It's okay not to, oh my gosh, this is new. We need to be on it. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, we figure out the main things first, get your YouTube set up, check out your website. Is all that, you know, where you want it to be? Because mm -hmm. all of these yeah. tentacles drive to a source and that source should be your website or place of business. So if there are broken functions and features there, then all of these efforts that you're doing aren't going to make any sense. And they're not going to return on investment, whether investment is money or time, you know, client uh, employees spending time doing this stuff. So Abby, I, I love everything that you do and you jump in, but like you said, two hours of just concepting, right. Where she's not even like creating the real or whatever that it is yet. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have that time. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's difficult too, because if like, for example, Joey and I will get together once a month and we'll try to plan everything out for the month, but then you can't exactly forecast a trend or like if you people like batch their videos, how are you going to make a video on like Tuesday the 2nd for to the Wednesday the 30th or something and it's like it won't be popular anymore. So it's like that's been I think a little bit of a difficulty for me too because I don't want to spend time doing something by the time it goes out, it's obsolete. Yep. So. 
or it goes out and um, the reels audio has now been um, taken down because of copyright Mm -hmm. issues. And so we've had really great pieces that are out. Okay. We spent two hours concepting. Then we spent a whole day recording because people are like, you know, not that imperfection syndrome. And then you post it out and it's getting really great feedback. And then all of a sudden the platform takes the audio snippet down and you're like hose because you spent all that time on it. Right. So, um, that can also happen too. And a lot of people don't know that a lot of people don't know that if they're, we're doing every two weeks, we self promotion every two weeks, we do a different theme in our social media. So Germano advertising company for two weeks, you're just hearing about that theme. And right now we're talking about contesting and promotions. And so one of the things that always happens is that people will encourage someone use a hashtag and then you'll be, you know, hashtag retail Alliance or whatever in their feeds, but, but they don't understand that there are privacy settings in place that can affect Mm -hmm. the visibility of that. So most people have, most individuals have their settings on private. I mean, we, I would, I would just reach, I don't have a hard number, but I would just reach 80% of people, you know, have a profile that's set to private in some manner. So if you use a hashtag, no one's going to, the, the company that's, you know, gauging those hashtag use, it's not going to populate. So all of that work that that individual did is, is really for nothing. And then they're disappointed because they're not winning something and they're not being entered and they don't realize it's because the profile is such a private. And so no one sees who used the hashtag. Yeah. So it's like all these really great ideas and I see it like Dove and huge companies do these campaigns. I'm like, but you just need a little disclaimer that says your, your profile has to be set. This post has to be set to public, which you can't toggle back and forth on Instagram. It's either public or private. The whole account you can't designate that like you can in Facebook. So Facebook, I can do an audience setting of public on one post, but then the rest of them are private. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, campaigning like that, which takes so much concepting and so much uh, energy and work, then you have these little things that people don't know, or they're using hashtag and the hashtag has been used in a, uh, misused and it's hidden. So hidden is somebody, you know, maybe the hashtag was people were using it for, I don't know, pornography or whatever that it was. And so that the algorithm understands that and they take it down. And so those hashtags are now hidden. But it can be the weirdest things. Like I, if I were a cosmetic company, I was saying use hashtag lipstick. I don't know. I don't know how people are going to use that. People are crazy. So we always tell people like scrub that hashtag before you even do that campaign so that you can understand if it's you know set to, um, if it's online with your brand and what messaging you want to you know relate to it. So just some, some throwing some tidbits out, out there to everybody who's listening, but don't let it discourage you. Easy way around that is you host the campaign on your Facebook wall and you have people comment. Number one, that adds traction to your page because there's more energy on a comment uh, or a post. And number two, you can easily identify who's entered that. So, you know, comment with your favorite pet, a picture of your pet, and we'll pick a, you know, we'll pick a photo and now the dog's going to get, you know, a free treat box or whatever. I should not say that too loud because I've got two behind me that hear that T <laughs> word and they go nuts. So, um, so that's an easy fix around it. Or, you know, send us a, a direct message and we'll pick it from the DMs that, that we get in. So do you think overall then, is it better to do a mix of long and short-term planning or one or the other? 
We always have to start with a long-term plan and, and your marketing 101 classes and business 101 classes, you got to have what a marketing plan. It's just part of the discussion that everybody has. So, um, and, and it can look like a one page word document, um, where you just have, okay, our plan this year is to increase members by X amount or, um, in, increase revenue by X amount, whatever that, that goal is. Um, and then you kind of chunk it down. How am I going to do that by month? Well, then we do a 12 month calendar and we kind of go, okay, during the month of January, we're going to do this push. Uh, we know that membership increases during this time of year. So we're going to, so you just kind of like lay it out. And I've gone into organizations where they have this on a calendar on their wall. It doesn't have to be anything intricate, but something that you look at and go, okay, are we meeting our goals? And sometimes you're not, and you know, you kind of work towards it. So that's a long-term plan that I that I absolutely think if you don't have that, you're just you're it's like a shotgun effect and you're hoping things work, um, which is ineffective. So then the short term is this kind of more fluid, let's try this, let's try that, but it's not affecting the long term. You know, we still have that long-term kind of plan. So that short term can be, you know, should we play that with this feature on our social media? Maybe we do um, this reel, or maybe we do this live, uh, you know, live video, um, or maybe we, you can actually GIF yourself. <laughs> so you can create a GIF of your picture, and then you can start animating yourself in some of your social media. So that's something that would be a short-term thing to me, where you kind of play with it and see if that makes sense. So now everybody's going to be like, how do you do that? Well, you join Retail Alliance and you get into their Facebook group and I will share how to gift yourself in that Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> so, Abby, do you agree with that? Is that how you're doing it? Yeah, I think especially those short-term ones, that's, I think that's when a lot of like the trends come into play because like something only trends for a week or two and then it goes away. So you kind of, that's what I think you mean when you say short-term, like kind of like, jumping on something, but like you mentioned earlier, you don't need to jump on everything. Like as long as it aligns with your business and your mission, I think that's what you should do, but you shouldn't jump on a trend just for trend's sake. Right. I mean, you can say in your long-term plan, you are aiming to do a reel, but mm -hmm. the content of that may be more of the short-term, let's look at the trends that are happening right this week or something, you know. I think exactly. Or it could be to start, um, we talk about data in social media. And so the data would be, you know, we're gonna create, uh, and I have a blanket Excel sheet that's already like formulated. So if anybody needs that, they can just contact me where you plug in every week, just, you know, the amount of posts, the amount of followers and activity, and it'll show you like peaks and, and, and ebbs and flows throughout the year. And so then you can reference back. Um, there are platforms that after, a week dump the data. Then there are platforms that after three months dump the data. None of these platforms are apples to apples either. So Facebook has its own metrics. Uh, um, YouTube has its own, uh, you know, Twitter has LinkedIn. LinkedIn, now you can go LinkedIn live. I mean, they have, they're always kind of like behind things a little bit, but um, how to measure and encompass all that, it, it can be very cumbersome because there's not a apples to apples comparison. So we just kind of track a little bit in, in a like, it's an Excel sheet guys, it's nothing crazy. And then, you know, over the period of the year or quarter or whatever that you're, you're measuring, you can see that success factor. And where you see that, you map it with your website. Cause again, where's everybody supposed to be going? So if your website's not getting 
hits or clicks, then we know that these things aren't, um, may not be, you know, increasing revenue or whatever that, that, that goal metric is. So we always look at the website too. And at the end of the, you know, month or whatever, we'll go, oh my gosh, on, you know, January 3rd, there was a huge spike. Well, that's because of when that podcast episode came out and then we go, okay, we'll be right on that. So um, yeah, you so always have to look at that. I was going to say, yeah, that tracking is important because looking back, I've looked back at some of our lover numbers, you know, uh, for uh, downloads from a few years back and I'd done a graph. And thankfully on, I'd marked on that why we had the peaks and the troughs. But if you don't record that and track it, it'd be like, well, why did we suddenly get 200 new users? <laughs> what campaign did we do that week? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you say there definitely is a real need to use, like you say, Basecamp, we use uh, Trello. There's different, you know, apps and programs, but also, yeah, after the fact, measure. Yeah. Those metrics are important, I think, in all of your marketing, whether it's social media or traditional or whatever. Um, yeah, for sure. So another thing that I wanted to talk about, just because I know that you've had the background, just I know you're, you're sort of marketing generally. How do you talk to a marketing person to help them if they're not the business owner and decision maker? Right. So one of the things like today when we're recording this episode, um, it, it, it's January 5th. Tomorrow is marks the one year anniversary of when the Capitol was stormed. And so what I would tell somebody in marketing is make sure that if you have campaigns that are running tomorrow, that it's um, sensitive to things that are happening that day. So that's how I help other marketers is I'll just kind of remind them like, you know, tomorrow might not be a day that you want to run that campaign about, you know, this, or maybe you do whatever that it is. Right. And so it's also from marketer to marketer, we cannot know everything. We cannot be everywhere. I mean, I've had campaigns run and I'm like, Oh my God, I, I totally forgot that, you know, this marks the anniversary of that or something can happen on the turn of a dime and I'll wake up in the morning and I'm looking at Twitter. I'm like, what the heck happened last night? And it's because this NFL player walked off the field of a game or whatever. And I'm like, okay, do I ride on that? Because now you see all the memes or, or a good win was Bernie Sanders in the chair with his mittens. Right. Do you remember all that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so from a marketer to marketer, I'll go, Hey, either your campaign that you're running is, is, insensitive to what's going on in the environment or it's not and you are a restaurant run that Bernie Sanders meme where he's like you know waiting for his coffee outside of pure coffee house or whatever right so whatever that it is you can have fun with it um and from a marketer to a marketer sometimes I'm not gonna say sometimes I'll say all the time we get exhausted it is so exhausting to think of the same thing every single day and how we're going to say that every single day of the year, yes. 365 days a year. So sometimes you just need another person to kind of empathize that with you and go, you know what? Yeah, let's try this or, you know, let's do this idea or let's do that. And that person just, you know, breathes life into your, cause you can just get so discouraged. Um, I really don't know any other field of a business that just constantly gets like hit up against a wall other than a marketer, because one minute your idea is great. Other you're getting bashed on social media because you posted something that was insensitive or something like that. And you're like, oh, my God, I didn't even mean that, you know, and it's incredibly a, a, a toxic world, too. So people who hire marketers, business owners that hire marketers, 
give your marketers a break. Just say, you know what? Step away from social media for a day because it's it's exhausting. I mean, we have to be in the feeds because that's how we work. That's how we do our job. Um, and other positions have the luxury of just, you know, I don't have a Facebook page. And I, when people say that to me, I'm like, God, it must be nice. <laughs> I don't have a, fa- you know, I'm not on Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, I can't imagine like what you're, what do you do with your time? You know, <laughs> so other marketers understand that we, there are so many really wonderful Facebook groups that are just marketer to marketer. We understand that, you know, we'll ask each other like, hey, I'm representing a, a CBD company and there's all kinds of stipulations on that. What are you guys doing that are handling CBD um, marketing? And so then we kind of, you know, gravitate to that. So I love that part of it. I also think you, you know, business owners don't really understand that because they're not the ones in social media every day and seeing that somewhat toxicity, you know, that can happen and what that can do to an individual. That's their daily job. So well, fortunately there, there is business owners that do this themselves yeah, yeah. and they, they don't have the time to join, you know, marketing groups and be able to throw ideas around and they're having to think about their business, but also on, you know, think about social stuff. And I think that's where the difficulty lies is okay, how much time do you carve out for it? Do you outsource it? You know, is there some employee that you can use that might be, you know, great at social media, but can still have the tactfulness and the right voice for your company? Like there's different options for people, but sometimes there's no options either. Here locally in Hampton Roads, there are a lot of really wonderful independent consultants that you can um, hire even on a part-time basis to just help on a part-time, you know, 10 hours a week to help just manage your social media. Um, I know even in the Retail Alliance group, myself included, there are there are organizations and individuals that can kind of um, package that for you. So I think if your budget allows, or maybe they don't, it, it, you know, depending on the pricing structure, it's inc- just give it to the professionals. It's like accounting. I don't balance my books because I will screw that up. So I see the value in handing that off to an accountant and having somebody, you know, handle that, making sure I am um, doing what I need to do. But I think that if you're doing it on your own, Um, Something that I tell people who we consult with, we do hourly consultations as well for just folks that really don't have it in their budget, but just want to set aside like one or two hours a month to meet with us. We can do that. Um, And something I tell them is just get back to the basics. It's marketing is the who, what, when, where, why, who you are, what you do, where you're located, you know, just go back to that. You don't have to gravitate to all these trends that, that suck up your time. Tell your followers what you do, who you are, where you're located, why you do it. We all do what we do in business because something has um, uh, drawn us to it. My why is I love helping and uh, growing business owners with their marketing. It's easy peasy. Um, retail alliances, they love helping members grow in their businesses. So whatever that, that, that why is. And if you just take it back, forget all these fancy graphics and everything. That's it. It's just the who, what, when, where, why, and how. How you do it. Can you order online? Can you, um, you know, make an appointment with with someone in your organization by phone? Like, how how does that work? So, if you are listening to this and you're like, "Oh, that sounds great," but I don't have the the budget, I don't have the personnel, I don't have the time, whatever that it is, my advice would be come back to just 
who, what, when, where, why, and how. So who, what, when, where, why, how. That's six things. If you just focus on every Monday, I'm going to do who we are. Every Tuesday, I'm going to do how we do it, you know, and just rotate through that every week. You'll be fine. Trust me, you'll be fine. Well, that's great advice. And uh, I know we're getting close. We're actually, we're at time. So how do people get in touch with you? Because I know that you're very generous with your time and your knowledge and expertise. So um, please share your contact. Yes. So, and if you're listening to this and you are an active Retail Alliance member, please reach out to us. We do complimentary consultations. So you get to pick our brain for an hour and we just kind of help you with wherever you're stuck with. Um, uh, we offer that to Retail Alliance members only. So you, you get to, to pick our brain. I've had a really amazing staff, uh, Bobby Ann Williams and Justice Abbott and myself. Um, if you are on social media, you can just search Germono Advertising Company and wherever you're on will show up. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, I mean, the list goes on. The only thing we're not really on is um, Snapchat or TikTok from privacy uh, and data concerns. We just, you know, not, not on there. Um, or you can just search germono.com online. That's our website, G-E-R-M-O-N-O.com, and you'll find us there. But I really do hope that um, 2022 is success for you, for you. A lot of really great businesses are out there on social media, and you can do it too. Um, it's just, you know, getting in and kind of getting your arms wrapped around it. Yeah. I agree. Well, thank you very much, Lindsay, for coming on. And thank you, Abby. Of course. Thank <laughs> um, you, Lindsay. All yeah. right. So you've, been, uh, you've been listening to the Retailers podcast. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard, you can find more at retailalliance.com slash retail dash is dash podcast or search YouTube for Retail Alliance. I'm Kylie Ross-Seibert. And I'm Abby Shayano. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.